Namaste. Welcome to the Indian Wellness Podcast by Vitality Hours. Here we talk about all things wellness from the great Indian sciences, Ayurveda and astrology, to natural beauty, alternative medicine, holistic healing and a whole lot more. Join Carol and Nadia as we explore the best tools and practices that ensure that you look good, live better and feel great. Today we have a very special guest, Nadia Singh Behel, who is not only the co-initiator of Vitality Hours, but also the co-founder of Antidote, which is India's first functional beverage brand, and it introduced urban Indians to the idea of a detox. Um, Nadia has a diploma in integrative nutrition and she has eight years of experience in the field of health and nutrition with research and development, creating formulations and offering nutritional guidance. Today, we are talking to Nadia about ghee. What is so amazing about ghee? So, you know, in, in ancient India, since a long, long time, Ayurveda has always touted ghee as the most nutritional nourishing uh, food available to man but now even in the west there are enough and more study studies to show that ghee is nutritionally superior and it's often known as liquid gold so we're talking about ghee and all its benefits downsides all of that with Nadia today. Hi Nadia, welcome to... Hi Carol. So Nadia, I'm going to start out by asking you the most obvious thing. Why is ghee so great for you? Like, give me 10 amazing, like, just astounding benefits of ghee. Okay. Um, As you said, Carol, ghee, according to the Vedas, is the first and most essential of all foods. Quality fats form every uh, cell in our body. And it's very clear that human psychology needs good fats because that's what our cells are made up of. healthy bile release and a healthy gallbladder requires fat the brain is compromised of 60 percent fat and even detox requires fat ghee is packed with fat soluble vitamins such as a d e and k we all know that a you know what vitamin a is good for uh, vitamin e of course is amazing antioxidant but amazingly ghee is the only vegetarian source Um, that can provide you with vitamin D and it provides you with vitamin D and it also makes your body more susceptible to absorbing vitamin D from the sun and also uh, so you know also when you're talking about omega-3s your omega-3 fatty acids which we look for in supplements and in your fish oil capsules so we know that we get omega-3s from vegetarian sources such as flaxseed and chia seeds but they do not have your EPA and DHA which are superior parts of the omega-3 which are you know which you get from your fatty fish ghee is the only vegetarian source that has your EPA and DHA so it's a complete and very superior source of omega-3s in our diet Besides that, it's also a great source of butyrates. Um, you know, butter and ghee are great sources of naturally occurring butyrates in our diet. Uh, so your butyric acid is a short chain fatty acid and, and it acts as a detoxifier. So what a lot of people don't realize is that, you know, eat fat to detoxify. That's that's a new and, and to some it might be a strange notion. But if you're eating a certain 
kind of fat and in this case ghee good to a good a2 quality ghee it can act as a detoxifier for your body it's also anti-inflammatory and it improves colon health of course because it just provides that slip in your body right so you, constipation and all of that um it, it's it's a great aid with that it's also shown to support healthy insulin levels and may be helpful for individuals um you know suffering from suffering from diabetes right or ibs or crohn's disease so these are areas where you have certain lifestyle illnesses that people are looking at answers for and ghee being such a simple household um you know you know fat or uh, ingredient that's available in most indian households so you can you must make use of it uh another thing that it's great with it's heat stable so yes it is a great oil to cook with because we have a list of so many healthy oils such as olive oil right people say oh extra virgin olive oil is great for you and so is um you know avocado oil please use it in your uh, salads what we don't realize is that ghee is one of the oils which is good for you but can also be used for high heat cooking much like co- uh, coconut oil a lot of people don't like the taste of coconut in their cooked food so he's a great alternative ghee is a great alternative also ghee is great for cooking your non vegetarian sauces so if you do want to cake uh, cook a good meat or a chicken or anything of that sort the animal fat works much better with animal uh, protein cooking with ghee is not going to make one fat because that is the common um sort of notion that everyone believes no if you're cooking i mean if you're having too much of ghee like you know how you would have too much of oil in your food and if you're frying your food of course anything will you know make you put on it's obviously it's also important you know how to cook your food well but no ghee is not going to by itself as a fat you can substitute ghee for an oil and it is better for you and it will not put make you put on weight if you use too much ghee if you use too much oil of course it will you know you will it becomes difficult for our gut to kind of digest so much and then it's also it also helps you fight fight illnesses so it's also antimicrobial so it's antibacterial antifungal properties so it's great for your immune system and it helps us from infection uh, there's so much that's happening now with covid and new viruses coming up so it's great to kind of just build up your immunity with having ghee so so if you're using it for cooking it's also shelf stable Mm-hmm. which means that naturally self naturally yes i'm not talking about your yes. hydrogenated vegetable oils which stay for you know like a an year and more because they have been processed but a lot of your general oils uh, get rancid so ghee has good shelf stability like that and in fact we, in some cases aged ghee is supposed to be better yes, than fresh ghee yes there's 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 this certain kinds of ghee which is you know up to 100 years old and it has amazing properties for health but I think that ghee will be used more as medicine than as like a kitchen staple. Um it's anti-inflammatory so we know that most disease stems from chronic inflammation in our body or uh, chronic inflammation in your gut which leads to chronic inflammation everywhere else in your colon and everywhere else. So ghee really helps uh, nourish your body and bring down the inflammation in your cells. So key aids with detox 
fats, especially omega-3 fatty acids, are strong natural antioxidants and are used to eliminate your petrochemicals, your pesticides and heavy metals. And these are the three things that you look at, you know, in, in the modern day living. It's, it's heavy metals because of the number of cars on the street. It's petrochemicals in your cleaning agents. It's obviously pesticides in the food that we eat. So omega-3 fatty acids are great and he's a great source, especially a vegetarian source for getting your omega-3 fatty acids. Or if you live in, um, in a place not close to the coast where you don't have access to fish, it's also easily digestible. Uh, ghee is very easy to digest. In fact, ghee is free completely of casein or other milk, milk solids because a lot of people are unable to digest milk. But ghee, you can easily have ghee as your staple or everyday kind so of... So even if you're lactose intolerant, definitely. you can consume ghee. Definitely. Mm-hmm. And ghee is just that amazing fat that makes everything taste delicious. Um... Yeah, I think Indians, especially, we do have a palate for ghee because perhaps we've grown up on it. A lot of outsiders find it a little funky in its flavor or maybe it's it's new to them. But for Indians, I think we naturally take to that flavor. So like you said, we should make use of uh, of this. Also, ghee, good quality ghee is abundantly available in India. Um, I also wanted to ask you about how do I know uh, and how can I purchase better quality ghee like you know if if you talk about like this madhusu chudan ghee and all of this most of this is trans fat you know it's it's not necessarily uh, pure ghee and so how is it pure ghee is quite expensive so how is it that one can uh, tell that uh, a good quality ghee are there some particular characteristics some cheat codes that one can look at it should be semi solid in room temperature unless it's very hot that's one telltale obvious sign because ghee is not in a liquid state throughout the year in your winter it will you know kind of solidify and it will be liquid when it's hotter Uh, I think also the smell of ghee so it it has a very particular kind of sweet toffee like smell Mm -hmm. caramelly caramelly especially if it's fresh and also I think start purchasing um, full fat milk so you can make some ghee of your own I think that's the best you can do I mean that's the most foolproof way really and otherwise there's certain companies so look at what the company stands for what are the other products that they offer uh, also yes like you said look at the price so some a ghee that's very very cheap is most probably adulterated mm-hmm. uh, what is an average uh, like cost for, for say a kg of ghee that you would consider is uh, would be pure so I think per liter it would range anywhere between 12 to 1300 and it could go anywhere up to three plus thousand like it could be it could range anywhere between 1300 to like three three hundred okay wow and uh, the kind of cow that that the milk yeah, is that, coming that from? is important because you should definitely look at at least if you live in India look at A2 Desi cows mm-hmm. so it could be your Ghir variety or it could be your Rajasthani cows whichever Haryana but look Desi at your cows. Desi cows and not at Jersey cow ghee because that the, the protein uh, structure and the amount of casein and all of that varies making it making the the quality of ghee different mm-hmm. got it um, so now to get to the other part which is that you know there's this um, huge trend that we see uh, emerging which is to have ghee on an empty stomach Um, as a student of Ayurveda what I've read that ghee on an empty stomach is recommended in very particular cases and not for everybody Um, 
and mostly ghee is advised to have with meals however there is there is a huge amount of uh, data to uh, that you know scientific data to back the fact that having fat first thing in the morning has a great amount of benefit to the to your gut health as well as your skin health so where do you stand on this so ghee is extremely soothing on an empty stomach um the quality of the ghee and the amount of ghee matters and you can make it more digestible as well so according to ayurveda drinking ghee in the morning on an empty stomach or an em- basically it could be morning or it could be evening but your stomach has to be empty so not with food or leftovers so you need to give it that gap uh the body treats it like rasa so rasa's cell plasma so it rejuvenates every cell in your body so it's very healing it's very nourishing it also helps um in your bowel movements uh so much so it even helps in losing weight and also it has like i i spoke about this earlier it has butyric acid with, which is a medium chain triglyceride in ghee that helps in mobilizing stubborn body fat and flushing them out of the body leading to an increase in good cholesterol all in all is like having a little spoon of like a supplement early in the morning but one shouldn't go overboard so based on how you know you know how your metabolism is if you do well with something that's slightly heavier in the morning cuz ayurveda also classifies bodies on the basis of whether your vat pit cuff so there's certain people who find eating something immediately after waking up not the best for their body so then you you take it easy you take a lesser amount you take it a little bit later in is the morning is there something morning. that you can add uh, to the ghee to make yes. it more digestible yes for for people who find it to who think they might be a little bit heavy for them you can have like a spoonful of turmeric raw turmeric you grind it and you make a little juice with it you mix it up with the ghee cuz also also a little pinch of black salt so every time you have turmeric you have to have a pinch of uh, uh, black pepper sorry so um so you mix that up with the ghee and you have that as a, you know like a spoon so it'll become like one tablespoon because you have one teaspoon of each mm-hmm. and uh, also a pinch of black salt works well in uh, in a, in a tablespoon of ghee to make it more digestible and if you are someone who's struggling with a slow metabolism or with weight gain then maybe instead of one tablespoon you take one teaspoon okay and uh, the other thing which is very pertinent which i often see is about the heating uh, of the ghee so in the morning you shouldn't actually be having it in the solidified state right the right way to heat it would be uh, not directly on the flame but to put it in you know in on some hot water and heat it so that it becomes liquid and then consume it am i right yes if you um heat ghee too much then it changes in its molecular composition um and you know it it, it it produces something called ketones and aldehydes uh with a rancid smell so you don't want to burn it you want to have it in its purest form especially if you're having it on empty stomach in the morning like a supplement mm-hmm. so you put it in like a little bit of water and you place the ghee either inside it or you just lightly hold it up Yeah, very and away with from the, the steam flame automatically yes, it, it doesn't yes. take long for it to also melt. having a small amount in the morning yeah. so it shouldn't take that long at all okay wonderful the the next thing i wanted to ask you about is the connection which is lesser spoken about the connection between ghee and its interaction with our hormones okay so or I, our repro- reproductive system what is the connection there and there's a very deep connection there 
so good fats you know good sources of cholesterol rich saturated fats like ghee actually provide the building blocks for sex hormones including testosterone estrogen and progesterone so those are the three that a man or a woman requires for a healthy reproductive system uh the cholesterol the vitamin a and the vitamin k2 found in ghee also plays an important role in hormone synthesis and toxin detox to- toxin detox um for a woman uh, ghee is great because it nourishes the womb and the seeds uh, ghee is also the only fat that penetrates seven dhatus deep to the reproductive organs so the sperm and the ovum for male and female and nourishes that so they usually say in ayurveda that if if somebody is having problems conceiving or is unable to uh, you know for men has some kind of an erectile dysfunction then the then the problem is very deep seated because after you know you you have seven dhatus as per ayurveda and your last and the most internal dhatu is your reproductive organs that's the dhatu and ghee is the only fat that can nourish that so i think that says enough and um, also you can use it for for men like i said it is great for uh, better testosterone production and you can also use it as a pre workout so you know for energy and and just to make sure that it kind of um, nourishes every part of your body before you actually work out you have a little bit of ghee and it works out really well then so just to uh, for a little context dhatu in uh, ayurveda loosely very loosely translated would probably be tissues and uh, essentially we're referring to seven stage stages of metabolism according to ayurveda and the final stage what what is often known as ojas or life force is uh, considered to be linked directly to your reproductive system so your semen and your ovaries your ovum so um, ghee is the one food that is it's been stated is is the one that nourishes your you know final stage of me- uh, metabolic uh, response in the body so um yeah so so there is of course a very deep seated link between uh, hormones and hormonal imbalances and key so nadia do you think that someone who has uh, you know suffers from say pcos or thyroid or other hormonal uh, imbalances uh, would you say that then exploring uh things like panchakarma or detoxification through ghee or essentially consuming ghee from the perspective of a medicinal benefit do you think these are things that they should explore definitely there's so many people out there that have benefited from whether panchakarma and there's something known as a panchakarma is very specifically before conceiving a child so in 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 india and especially the south of india there are so many ayurvedic villages that just focus on that like yes, panchakarma yes garb sanskar yes, yes. Mm-hmm. so they just focus on that and uh, they say that it 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 kind of makes the perfect base for you to then conceive because you know why our sa question is that i often see a lot of people who do have hormonal imbalances and they have pcos and they're putting on weight and even with thyroid they're putting on weight the one of the first things that they do in their diet is they cut down the fat so it's really detrimental i mean they cut down in ghee because we, in india we we automatically know that ghee is is pure fat but we just consider it as fat and we stop that the first thing we'll do is we'll stop putting it in our dals we'll stop chopping our rotis and you know we'll think we're becoming very healthy but um 
we're actually doing ourselves a disservice. So uh, it's good that you that you busted this myth that you should actually look at ghee as a medicinal uh, sort of food if you are suffering from any kind of hormonal imbalance. Indeed. 100%. Now, even in the West, that talk about how women should not be, uh, there was such obsession with your BMI and it, be, it being below a certain amount. And while for men they say, okay, there's a certain amount and it's okay, for women they definitely should not be cutting their BMI as low as men because you do need healthy fatty tissue for having a healthy reproductive system and for your, uh, you know, your, your monthly cycle. Otherwise, all of that gets disrupted. And there are so many cases where people are overworking out women and they're actually skipping the periods. They're not getting the periods every month. So there's a direct correlation. And I think being healthy and being fit does not mean deprive yourself of good fat. Absolutely. And actually I had this amazing, um, you know, like little saying from Charak Samita, which I wanted to read out. And it says, ghee promotes memory, intelligence, agni, agni is the digestive fire, ojas, like you mentioned, the life force and the vitality. Kapha. Kapha is again the nourishing nature of the body and medas. Meda is basically the fat tissue in the body and in Ayurveda it's considered very very important. Um, it alleviates vat, pit, poison, insanity, inauspiciousness and fever. <laughs> and it is the best of all fats is cold madhura rasa. Madhura is sweet. It's supposed to have a sweet uh, aftertaste in your mouth. Madhura Vipaka and has thousand potentialities and so if used properly according to prescribed methods. So it exerts thousand types of action. This is in the one of the most oldest texts of Ayurveda called the Charak Samhita. So, so this just kind of tells you what at least in India, Indian scientists and our sages have, have been kind of practicing and learning and kind of researching on, right? So ghee is supposed to be one of the most superior quality fats that you have right now. Yeah, just important to make sure that you're getting a pure version of it and, and then it's it's as as it's touted to be liquid gold but is it, that brings me to my next question that is ghee for everyone for every body type so ghee is while it's a healing substance in ayurveda but it has to be used appropriately so you know there's a certain way if you're going to overeat anything so more than just clarified butter ghee from cow's milk has a slightly it has a slightly nutty aroma mm -hmm. so so in a lot of you know when, when a person's dealing with obesity or laziness or sometimes just also Ayurveda doesn't differentiate between the mental and the physical so there could also be certain um, mental um, you know symptoms that your body could be throwing out if you're feeling lethargy if you're feeling unmotivated those are all again signs of high kapha mm -hmm. means your body is not your metabolism is not right up there so if these are symptoms that your body is showing you, um, then you want to be able to ration out the ghee and how you're having it. Maybe you don't want to be cooking with the ghee, but you definitely want to be fortifying it by putting it on top of a simply cooked meat, vegetable, dal. lentil, dahlia. Mm -hmm. It's amazing like that. Um, so ghee should be taken with food for all who desire nourishment whether you cook in ghee or not how much you have or not that you need to um, either you work with an ayurvedic practitioner or you know you you work with your own body's consciousness and you decide what is right for you at that time 
I think that makes perfect sense. Also that, uh, you know, it's very important to get clued into your body. And sometimes coaches and healers and nutritionists and like an Ayurvedic doctor can help you kind of connect with little signals that your body is giving out. Also in Panchakarma, what often, uh, pre, uh, you know, predates your consumption of ghee is a little bit of detoxification so you prep your body you have lighter foods you kind of uh, you kind of start out having very light meals and then you go on to progress to uh, consuming ghee so if you feel you are feeling lethargy and you're feeling all of those things maybe it's a good idea to cleanse and do a little detox for about a week or so and then start consuming the ghee it'll probably benefit you definitely if you're starting a new uh, regimen in regards to your food or if you're looking at um, uh, picking up your metabolism, then a detox is always better. It makes everything you do after that a lot more effective. Yeah. Also, a little bit you can use, ba- I mean, you can also use it based on who the person is. So young children or old people have a little lesser because, mm-hmm. you know, the, the system is not uh, 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 metabolizing it the same yeah. way. If you are pregnant, then please have a little bit more. So, so that sort of common sense you can use. Yeah, and kapha types probably have yes. a different kind of ghee, and you can get into all sorts of uh, you know uh, conversations on ghee. Like for example, at Antidote, we make a ghee right that is uh, a medicated, medicated, ghee. and it's processed at a different time. It the cow is milked at a different hour of the day for each dosha which is extremely sort of nuanced you know you have the morning milk for the for the uh, vata uh, type people and then you have the afternoon milk for the pitta type people and you have the evening milk for the kapha type people which was also news to me when i went and started like learning about it when we went to uh, the gaushala and we learned more about it so these are things that are not widely known and but so that's how nuanced the consumption and the process of making ghee is. Okay, let's start with the top because also Ayurveda separates your body, says your top part of your body, so your lungs, your face, your chest, is to do with calf, which is which is described in Ayurveda as mucus. So you yeah, don't, it's the earth and water. It's the element. earth and the water element. So and then it just it comes down to your stomach and your spleen and uh, liver, you know, digestion, kidneys. your liver, and all of that is to do with pith. So it's the agni, it's the digestive fire. It's how well you can metabolize things. So I put something in my body, and the mucus is something that's nourishing my cell walls. It's not letting anything that's not good for me get in there. It's making sure everything's fortified and is young and supple. The pitta is what is transforming what I'm eating into. It's taking out what is required and it's putting the rest out as waste waste yes the fire element the fire element and the vat is the air and the space element which is everywhere in our body so it's the most that we have in our body it increases as you grow old it's got a lot to do with your joints it's also got a lot to do with your ears and your mobility your, your mobility your legs system. and and your ears which is your on top but, but that's how ayurveda kind of you know separates it and so if you get too much vat in your body then it leads to anxiety to joint problems to being also flighty natured and uh, just uh, not very you could be like you know you, you could be a little bit you, you can afford to have more ghee because you need that more nourishing quality grounding quality, grounding yeah. quality. so so yeah so, so so there there again you have to understand how your body works and what you eat and drink including ghee uh, you do it as per what works for you and at that point as well so at a certain point you could feel that you have more vat in your body 
and you know, also sees seasons guide you through that and maybe we'll we'll talk about that another time or you know if you are interested more in ayurveda then go back and refer to our podcast with dr nidhi pandya where we you know where we speak a lot about ayurveda and its take on food etc so the doshas and all of that is addressed in our uh, podcast with nidhi pandya so yes thank you nadia thank you all for tuning in today was a thank wonderful you. session moghi everyone bye Thank you for tuning in. We hope you enjoyed the session. Do look out for our other session with Nadia on the truth about health foods and how marketing might be telling you lies. Also, we have more on Ayurveda with Nidhi Pandya on Ayurveda and the Ayurvedic plate, on Ayurveda for men's health and the Ayurvedic perception or looking at the vegan diet via the Ayurvedic lens. Namaste everyone.